It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. And welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. Our phone number, 210-308-8867. That's 210-308-8867. Or come by and visit with us at Millburgers at 1604 and Bull Road. It's a bright, sunny day. It is cool, but it's comfortable. Not a cloud in the sky. Nope. I don't know where all the clouds went. It's a beautiful day. Yeah, it's uh, but it's interesting. It's a little windier. So if you're in the sun, which you'd be in if you're yeah, shopping, yeah. you're fine. Yeah. But uh, you can't see those clouds up there. <laughs> Where? Oh yeah, there's a couple oh, of yeah, them. That's a, what is it called? Wispy. Yeah, those. Yeah, there. they are a little wispy. There are three. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Calvin, for pointing out there is a cloud behind every silver lining. <laughs> All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, toll-free, it's 866-308-8867. One of the things to tell you, because I've seen uh, people coming and getting them, if you still want to get some poinsettias, Millburgers is a place to go, not only because the quality of the poinsettia is better than you'll find anywhere, uh, and much better than the box stores, but they've got the box store prices now. Uh, for these florist-grade poinsettias uh, at half off. So uh, if right. you're thinking about getting a poinsettia, come on over to Millburgers now and pick what's while supplies last. And I haven't checked the supplies, but I did see two people walking out with the big ones. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's good. The big, the big ones. Good supplies. You, you, went, you went and checked? Good. Or in 10-inch. They're in 10-inch pots. Yeah, the big ones? Yeah. And I wrote down they were selling for thirty nine ninety nine. Almost forty. Almost forty dollars, and now they're half price. Yeah, twenty dollars. Yep. So they're. Is that right? Did I write that down right? Well, what did, we figured the math, but it's, <laughs> actually, if they're half price of thirty nine ninety nine, they're yeah a smidge cheaper than the uh, okay twenty. Yeah, but just and they're, they're huge. Now, what, Milton, you said they were a florist grade. Is that, is that what the term is? Yeah, florist okay. grade. Okay. Like, the florist that tells the florist. Yeah, they should get it at a florist shop. Yeah. And uh, why do they call it a florist grade? I don't know that. <laughs> well, what do you put all this stuff out, Milton, and don't, don't know what it means? I don't have to know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that means... You, you've already explained it refers to the highest quality. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know why it's called florist grade. Because uh, they, they have the lar- larger bracts. The red things or the pink things, whatever color you get. And uh, they're huge bracts, and the number of bracts, uh, it, it makes them a florist grade. Okay. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, you know, poinsettia, we, talk, we don't talk about flower on poinsettia. We do, but we shouldn't because it's really a, a brightly col- colored uh, brack or leaf. But uh, uh, these are grown by one of the, I think, the best poinsettia grower in the state, or one of the best in the state, 
and uh, they always do a good job every year. Uh, after much uh, trouble and worry, and uh, I bet because <laughs> you gotta have. We used to have them. Want to have them after Thanksgiving. The the plants for sale, but uh, now people are getting them in. Uh, first of november no they're getting them after halloween yeah really? after right. halloween wow well, they last so I long th- now I, too yeah they last longer and i i think that i think they had some in uh before halloween oh my gosh that's just wrong yeah <laughs> but uh like calvin says uh, they're unbelievable durable and uh like i said they've they've got the best ones uh uh, you know, Trace used to work for Wolf Nursery, mm-hmm. and the local supplier, the local uh, plant supplier, used to work closely with uh, Mr. George Wetzler, who owned a lot, owned a lot, and managed all the Wolf Nurseries in town here too, in Austin, and wherever. And uh, every year, they would. <laughs> Make a deal for the poinsettias, and uh, Mr. Wessler uh, was a bit was a very good marketing man, and he would always try to uh, get the best price from this grower, and uh, <laughs> this grower would would not take a cheaper price from his for his florid quality poinsettias, and so uh, they've. Uh, they would reach an agreement usually, and uh, so Wolf's Nursery used to always sell the same poinsettias that you're gonna see here at Millburgers. Oh, cool! And they're good. They're good. It's a good deal. They've got the six-inch pots for sale. Was was nine ninety-nine, Milton. Mm-hmm. Then they went on sale for seven eighty-eight. But I think they're only half the nine ninety nine. <laughs> Trace Trace can clarify. And that now they're five ninety nine. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, they brought, dropped fifty percent off the poinsettias, and uh, so uh, everybody can have a beautiful florist grade poinsettia in their house, and uh, or six months if you want. It, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well. Maybe six years. Uh, wow. Well, uh, I had. Two that lasted a whole year. So. Oh yeah. Hmm. And Kevin wrote a, a wonderful article. That was, that was last week, wasn't it? Last weekend. Yeah. Last Saturday. Maybe it was a On. couple weeks. <laughs> I don't remember. We we time flies when you're having yeah. fun. But anyway, uh, on how to water uh, and take care of the poinsettia. And if you want to see an article on that, and probably want to. Uh, uh, You've done that in years past. Oh yeah, and in fact, uh, I'm depending on when I wrote it. I may have sent it to you, to your to the archives already. Okay, good. Uh, but anyway, uh, you can go on to plantanswers.com, my website, and do a search for poinsettias. And I think uh, that'll give you all any articles that I've written and all the articles that Calvin's written. One of the keys uh, to uh, uh, taking care of points that is that makes it easy is the uh, use of ice cubes, which yeah. Jerry 
uh, worked on uh, through some a research project and and then uh, and then we added that uh, once a week uh, soaking, which I think topped it off because the ice cubes are only uh, their supplemental irrigation, so to speak, as we say, uh, during the week. Uh, but uh, you, the important part is to soak them in the sink. I always just put mine in a shallow uh, reservoir of water and uh, Are you let saying them soak not, it up from the bottom. They're not cirrus cape plants. No, 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 no. Who is this stranger in this, in this big coat and beautiful mask? And maroon. Yeah, he's got the maroon shirt got on. Got the him. maroon shirt. Good was, for Trey. I was hoping you wouldn't notice that. <laughs> it was the last one in the closet. Oh, okay, yeah. damn. <laughs> there was nothing else to wear. He yeah, would, well, no. And it was probably except, this, for the, except for the red shirt, which I don't wear ever. Yeah, and I, <laughs> I imagine for you, though, too, it was kind of like, well, I can go shirtless or I can wear this maroon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so okay. either it was either this or Texas Tech. And oh, okay, yeah. So neither yeah. neither one I really wanted oh. to. So I picked the lesser of two evils. <laughs> and okay. to, and to give, give our our other color, other state color back uh, credit, uh, we had a had a person that uh, picked up some of your. Uh, let's see, what is that color? Uh, burnt orange. Oh yeah, the uh, did you did you hear about that? Best color under the sun, but <laughs> no, I didn't hear. Oh yeah, Mary brought us this. They and, sent y'all a uh, yeah an and, email, and we we sent oh a, no, I did yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sent it sent a picture. Uh, we orange amaryllis. We appreciate that. And uh, I I looked yesterday, and I think it's still it's still got uh, there's still a handful out there. Still uh, got caladiums. No sale. No caladium. No caladium. Number four. No caladiums. No Not caladium. Uh, Amaryllis. Amaryllis. By morning or evening. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it's got a number four on the box, and it's sold as Orange Sovereign. Sovereign? Yep. S O V E R G I N, something like that. So yeah. I'm going to yes. tell you all first. Oh, cool. What, what, what? All the Christmas decorations are going to go 75 off. They're oh, working, my God. Whoa. Working, working and putting the signs up right now. Oh, so, man. So all those Christmas decorations, there's still quite a few of them in there. All this metal art. Yeah. Christmassy. They look uh, nice. It's time to time to pick it up. Dress up that last little bit before everybody shows up. Yeah, and that's cool. you can cool. do it at a re- more than reasonable price. And that's there. There's some fun stuff. I kind of like that deer with the spring on the neck. Yeah, I do too. I was kind of eyeballing the deer with the spring on his neck. It's pretty good. There was a little, <laughs> there was a little baby one there that, that, that I waited on too long. That got sold. But, but did, yeah. did your deer? Did your wire deer get sold? The grapevine one? No, it's still over there. Twenty five dollars. Okay. Which is uh, probably seventy five percent at least of what it originally was. Uh, yeah, I mean it was. Yeah. I'm sure it was quite expensive in the first place. Forrest Appleton hadn't called me begging for it yet for his front yard. Oh, I know he wants in Hollywood it. Park. Why don't you surprise him with it? Yeah, I think so. It'd be kind of like a kind of like a bait, you know, like a like yeah. a, a decoy, a decoy. That's what I mean. You got to put big antlers on it. <laughs> yeah, there you go. And bigger antlers. And look what Milton's got in front of him. I, I saw it. Yeah. I had to ask him. Off. Jerry found it. So. <laughs> Okay, what he's got in front of Milton's got in front of him is a blooming white blue bonnet. 
And uh, as I was walking by checking the, the supplies of Blue Bonnet, they're on sale, red and white, Blue Bonnets, while they last a $1.88 a piece, and they're in four-and-a-half-inch pots. And we've got a good supply of white and uh, four flats of 20 plants per flat of, of red or maroon, depending on which school you went to. Well, I, I will say the white belongs to both. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Uh, in fact, in our selection process, when we were selecting the maroon, there were a few plants that were had white on them, red and, I mean, maroon. I, I thought he was going to finally give up and say they had a, uh, <laughs> a, a burnt orange one. And no. no they're we, hiding that. I always select that, and then Dr. Larry Stein, who's an Aggie, big time. Yeah. Kids are an Aggie. He's an Aggie. His wife's an Aggie. But anyway. We won't uh, hold that against him. They are, <laughs> I, I mark them yeah. with a flag to go back and get the seed when they're ripened, but they're never there when I go back to get the seed. Isn't that odd? That's weird. That I, I weird. don't. I, I know Dr. Stein wouldn't, wouldn't pull those up or get rid of them. And we know David Rodriguez is an Aggie, too. Huh. Big time. A David might. <laughs> but anyway. Uh, I don't know. A burnt orange would sell well. Oh, it would. <laughs> Absolutely. I think David would actually take credit for it and, uh, and put it on the market. Oh, wow. by, by speaking of David, I, I find that he's still alive. That's always a good sign. Yeah. <laughs> uh, did you see this this picture in the paper yesterday uh, talking about the urban garden they got? It was on Metro in Metro page A three, and uh, here's a picture of David in the flesh. Uh oh. Well, that's let's. He's wearing right there. Oh, so it's a short guy, not the other guy, right? <laughs> and he's hard to see. Him. Everybody's got masks on. So. And he's only in the flesh. <laughs> Isn't he cold? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anyway, he uh, there's he's talking about their uh, farmer's garden, their garden out there, and uh, he's he's uh, <laughs> packing up some some supplies for the food bank and the other. Institutes that uh, furnish fresh vegetables during the uh, during the holidays. Yeah, and the master gardeners played a prominent role. In oh, that, yeah, that. big time. But uh, anyway, getting back to this uh, white blue bonnet blooming. Right. When we were making uh, selections and increasing the seed and of these colors, uh, there were some different. Every, of course, these are from seed. All these blue bonnets that you that they have over here and you, that you buy are grown from seed, now, how do you, which means every seed is different. So that's my next question. So how do you know whether it's actually truly going to be white? Because we eliminate all the cross-pollinating colors. So you control the other wind? colors. The wind doesn't. No, no, it's okay. not a wind. It's an insect. Ah. Okay. You you may have some wind deal, but uh, the main deal it, it needs a physical uh, transfer of pollen from the bee, by the bee, honeybees, 
And uh, so now I need now I know we need to bribe the bees to get that burnt <laughs> orange. Meat. Yeah, it's the bees that we need to talk to. We've been talking to the wrong people. <laughs> yep. But anyway, we would see differences in the plants once we once we planted them out and tra- grew transplants of them. And we've actually seen this early blooming white before. Mm. Uh, and uh, oh, it's it's about one percent. Maybe one percent of the total population that would bloom extremely early. So, are you buying that one? Huh? Are you buying that one? I'm giving it to Milt. Oh, from you. That's <laughs> <laughs> okay, Trace. You can, but it, <laughs> you can sell it. But it, I, I saw. I know we've had at least two, because I saw a person uh, yeah, walking yesterday. out with a whole basket full of them yesterday. There goes some more citrus trees. Yeah, speaking of people <laughs> walking out with stuff. Uh, hey, you, that's the number one Christmas We gift. should do that. You know, during the, the tree season, I mentioned, you know, oh, look, another one found a way home. It's, uh, so we should mention how much citrus gets uh, today. We'll try, yeah. to, try to eyeball that. And that that's we should, like, it. put a quarter in the pot. The person that comes closest to it wins the pot. That citrus uh, is a... Uh, it's kind of specific to this area, and we appreciate uh, Trace and and uh, Melberger keeping a good supply of citrus that that does well here, and uh, we've been promoting it uh, several years, and Calvin's been growing his lemons and limes and telling us how to handle it. Uh, have you looked at what's out there? Have we, we got lemons and limes, I guess. Lemons and limes and some satsumas. Okay, good. And, uh, and sure people buy them. People buy them and t- take them home and and plant them in, out in the yard. I think that. Milton said it's a gift that keeps on giving. There you oh, go. Thank you. for. I'll take, that, I'll take credit for that one, <laughs> unlike the... Wet so, butted so, quistrus. So a lot of these things, uh, you know, right about now is when they're uh, yeah, fruit ready. So I'm thinking it's a double whammy. You give it as a gift, and you might get some of the oranges back. Yeah, the following year. Well, mm. the, the deal is, what other plant in the landscape is evergreen, blooms uh, in the in February, March, and. Uh, has beautiful fragrance. It's a beautiful fragrance. It'll cover the neighborhood, and then uh, has fruit in uh, beginning to ripen in uh, October and November. Uh, I don't think there's anything that can compete with that. And and of course, a, a lime, and maybe the lemons. Those stupid things bloom sometimes two or three times a year. Yeah, they're, they're spectacular fragrance. Oh, yeah. yeah. But They've all, got that same citrus flavor. Yeah, so. but all, all of them are, this is kind of the northern range, uh, top of the range for them. Yeah, it is. So uh, that that's what makes them so interesting to <laughs> people, uh, visitors to uh, gardeners in our area. Yeah. Got, you, you know, and just you describe how attractive they are and interesting. Yeah. There's always something going oh, on. Yeah. And as per yesterday's conversation, what are satsumas? <laughs> yeah, uh, we had uh, uh, the Hoffmans were selling satsumas off of uh, Kenneth Hoffman's trees down there. And uh, 
the I called the lady yesterday and talked to her, and she said that people didn't know what a satsuma was. You know, we talk about them so often, we assume that everybody knows what a satsuma is. It's a tangerine. Once she told them it was a tangerine, yeah. uh, it, it was, she it definitely wanted some. So for for those that we don't mention it often enough, Satsuma is a uh, seedless tangerine. Uh, I'd say mostly seeded seedless tangerine, but uh, uh, they're they're a little bit hardier uh, than and and hardier than some of the citrus, and uh, they. They make a uh, they they make a, they make a nice tree and a beautiful mm-hmm. fragrant bloom. Tastes like an orange, looks like an orange. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> really sweet. Did Mary yeah. give you one of the ones that she picked up? Oh no, man, I, <laughs> sorry about that. I'm having a hard time doing citrus nowadays. <laughs> oh no, man, they were sweet. <laughs> but it, anyway, the uh, my my old uh, citrus expert in the Rio Grande Valley, uh, Julian Salls. Always said, uh, all satsumas are tangerines, but all tangerines are not satsumas. And so, the best tangerine that's not is a Chengshaw. Hey, hey, check this out. We're up to two now. (laughs) A lady walked by carrying a baby. And a citrus tree. Uh huh. I think she heard us. I, she, because she was going to the parking lot and she came back around this way. So well, maybe, Karen, oh, maybe she call did. Milton. Carrying that baby and the yeah, <laughs> that super tree. And babies are half off. Uh. <laughs> no. Okay. But anyway, to finish up the the red, white, and blue blue bonnets, um, the if you if we had time. And energy and the space, we could take these early blooming white blue bonnets, eliminate, grow them away from everything else, save the seed, and eventually we'd have a early blooming white blue bonnet. Oh, how cool is that? That's the way, that's the way we got our colors. So I bet Rob is listening to that. <laughs> yeah, I bet you're right. He knows his next year's project. Is. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> or his New Year's resolution. Hey, Trace, we got to take a break. Anything okay. else you want to bring up before we go? No, I'm good. Merry Christmas. Yeah, yeah. Well, come back. Yeah. Don't, don't, don't yeah. say goodbye yet. Come back before the show's <laughs> over. All right, 210-308-8867. we got to take a break and come back in a moment. 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. I'm Milton Glick. This is 930 AM, The Answer. Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m. The answer, hey, if insects and rats or other things are making you blue, 
Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control can help you out and uh, make it a nice Christmas for you. Uh, you give them a call, 210-656-3721. I like Spider-Man for a number of reasons. One, they're a great company, great people. Uh, but two, I like how they, their approach is, and that is that they take a holistic view. Not only will they treat... But they're going to take a look and see, okay, what's causing this roach problem? Why are these fleas getting in the yard? (laughs) Things like that. And they're going to help you get rid of that, too. So they're going to take a holistic approach of getting rid of the things that are bothering you. Give them a call. They've been your web of protection since 1976. These are the experts. And these are the guys that uh, other people trust, uh, both business and commercial and residential in San Antonio. Spider-Man, termite, and pest control. 210-656. 3721, 210-656-3721, or find them online at GoSpidermanPest.com, GoSpidermanPest.com. All right, uh, still no calls, got lines open, uh, looking for sightings of butter-butted warblers. Uh, or uh, You like that, don't you? I did, I thought that was pretty cute. Well, why were you so ugly about the way I talked about the Christmas trees, Milton? Clean butts and oh, that, wet. that's that's true. But you don't have any trouble with yeah, butter butted. If uh, I'm going to go there, yeah, I guess I <laughs> guess I got to be careful of what I'm opening the door for. And he, did you all hear him all, also? Bad mouth Bill. And yeah, and bad credit, mouth and Bill. Credit you and I with me saying. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Anyone who has listened to this show knows better than that. <laughs> Bill, is he still around? How old is he? Good Lord. Yeah, we thought he'd died. There he goes again. Bill used to sell bird feeders to Methuselah. (laughs) Moses bought some suet from him. Uh, Okay. uh, Things y'all say about Bill. Bill knows better. And they sent him in the corner over there at uh, Birds Unlimited. I don't think you keep Bill down. I have a feeling Bill is wandering around helping people. That's what they said, too. If you wanted to come by today, you could see an old man carrying seed. <laughs> we we had a had a guy that had had a, a shop or store in uh, Tennessee, uh, in my hometown, and uh, he's he's up in his nineties now. He goes into the store every day and sits over in the corner and talks to people. Very cool. And he's still going. Yep. In the nineties. That sounds something like uh, what Jerry and I do here. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> We're not quite 90, but... Uh, <laughs> but uh, You'll get there. <laughs> yeah, we're working I on hope, it. I hope, I hope, yeah. <laughs> uh, if you didn't see Calvin's article yesterday in yesterday's paper, uh, he's talking about Christmas gift books for gardeners, and he mentions several, and we talked about them in detail yesterday. Uh, his uh, first one he mentioned was Neil Sperry's Lone Star Garden, uh, and it's uh, he says uh, it's a it's a, a good book, a great basic text on gar- Texas gardening, and it's fairly new. And I had uh, I take the newsletter, anybody can a weekly newsletter, uh, and uh, I, I gave the 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 uh, the number to call t- to order you have to get it from uh, from Neil it's not on uh, Google or anything like that and so you can if you want to uh, 
order it over the phone. Now, it's too late for them to send it by mail. For, but, for, uh, for Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. By, by, yeah they'll for, still mail it to you. Yeah. yeah. Well, they mail you a gift card. Uh, a, uh, they mail you a card saying, but they'll also probably put it in the mail, no? No. <laughs> they won't put it into the mail. Then they the said after the 18th it wouldn't be delivered by Christmas. I know, but you can still get it the week after Christmas oh, if, you, okay. if they mail it. Well, you can talk to them about talk that. Talk to them about that, yeah. <laughs> Neil's and, a reasonable man. <laughs> and if you want the number, uh, again, you can go to plantanswers.com. And in the right-hand corner there, it, there's a, a, a sign that says Neil Sperry's Garden. And you click on that, and that'll give you the how to get the newsletter, a weekly newsletter, and uh, also how to uh, get in touch with them to order the book for Christmas and a gift card. But uh, the Millburgers has gift cards here, too. Oh, mm-hmm. gosh, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and they've got some books here. I, I meant to yeah. check on the titles that they had i don't know if they're in that them. new place you probably haven't seen them where the seeds used to be yeah he's that's kind of the book it's a library now well okay, no we'll, this is a we'll, library we'll do that in one of the next commercial I'll try to remember okay yeah it, run, run i'll remind you and trace trace said <laughs> we had a call for our email question about uh where to get fresh seed and he told me something i didn't know uh, and, and that is that, uh, and, and, uh, did he say October, September, October? Yeah, by law. Yeah, like. they replace all the seed on the seed racks, the companies do. So the seed that you see at Millburgers here is fresh seed, uh, as fresh as you can get in packet. So uh, if you need some uh, vegetable seed or whatever, I guess it's still time to get uh, sweet pea seed. Sweet peas and even uh, snow peas, probably. Yeah. They're, they're fast. Uh, sweet peas, of course, are wonderful. Uh, no, it's <laughs> another fragrant, uh, good. It's amazing. The, you the use them as cut flowers? Yeah. It's, I, I like them as they They're on weak stems, aren't they? Um. That droop over? Well, you don't cut. Yeah, you don't. You don't cut them real long. But, okay. Uh, but they're they make small bouquets. Okay. That's but nice. they're they're so potent as a, a fragrance and the colors are so intense that. Oh yeah, they're, they're fragrant, big time fragrant. And uh, the neat thing about them growing them now, of course, the weather forecast for the next couple of weeks is is nice, <laughs> cool and nice, which. Peas like, and hmm. it may uh, the uh, climate change. That may be one of the <laughs> few advantages of uh, that you can grow sweet uh, sweet peas. Because uh, we used to, you know, we, when we talked about growing sweet peas, mm-hmm. there's a there's a lot of uh, gardeners in San Antonio, even ma- master gardeners that are from the north, and they we all love growing sweet peas. But it was. It's tough to grow them here in San Antonio because it was either <laughs> too hot or too cold. Yeah. And uh, this winter's turning out yeah, so far to be unbelievable. Yeah. The, yeah. The, this kind of moderate winter yeah. with the cool weather is perfect for sweet, sweet peas. Kind of like England. Yeah. That's right. 
British temperatures. Well, if it's if it's good for sweet peas, I bet it's good for English peas and sugar snap peas. I I would also wish they have seed. Of. Yeah, I would think so. So, uh, like I, I've often talked about, there used to be a commercial uh, industry of uh, English peas. I think that was before sugar snaps were around. Down in that, around in, in Atascosa County, south south of here, and they would plant them. Uh, you should visit with a guy named uh, Eddie Grasso, that worked for uh, Ascro Seed here in town, and uh, he used to sell them. And they used to plant them in uh, the end of December was the first planting, figuring that some of them may get frozen out, yeah. and then they planted. They were waiting to plant them again in the end of January, uh-huh. and they would ha- they would have a commercial <laughs> commercial uh, pea industry here. What was the? I mean, were they can't end up canned peas, or did they end up I, I fresh th- peas? Or? I imagine they were canned. Uh-huh. Uh, they could have been fresh. They could have sold some of them fresh, but. Uh, uh, I imagine they were they were canned peas. I, d- I never asked that question. But they're I? they're fun to grow, uh, and then you especially if you uh, uh, take Jerry's advice and uh, do do that soaking overnight. Boy, that makes a big difference. Yeah, you go from about fifty percent germination <laughs> to about ninety percent germination. Yeah, both and, both and they come peas. up fast. Yeah, after, both sweet peas and. Uh, yeah, English peas. I mean English peas. Yeah. I do my okra that way too, but we don't plant it now. <laughs> I bet it won't come up now. <laughs> but what I what I was going to mention is the the deadliest thing to sweet peas and regular peas is spider mites. You know how they jump on them in the late spring, get on the foliage and. Uh, and you can't get them off because the vines, the vines are pretty big by ah, then. But you don't have yeah. spider mites this time of the year because yeah. it's too cold for them to multiply. Yeah, I've never noticed uh, in this climate the, spi- the spider mites have been an yeah. issue. They, uh, it's hot. It was always they're always slow to get started. Mm-hmm. And then, but once they started blooming, right. they, they went, went on. They went, they did pretty well. They'd last into June. Yeah. Most years. Uh, they don't, you know, they dec- decline with the heat, but they uh, usually last into June. And then they'll, some years they'll reseed. Oh, yeah. And uh, most people think <laughs> that they plant them in the spring. Have you ever planted them in the spring? Had any luck? Well, in the, the sweet uh, peas. Oh uh, no, my my last date it was always uh, February fifteenth. Okay, that was the last that I thought, yeah. I thought I had a chance. Yeah, and that that usually worked. <laughs> but, but of course, you had you had the uh, basically March to June. Yeah, to enjoy them. But they were, you know, they started booming fast. The best thing is if you could get at uh, like yeah. October, November. Absolutely. 
Oh, and then you had that hole. Right I wonder. There. I wonder if those uh, seed are inoculated with rhizobium bacteria. I don't know. Uh, you know, they're they're legume, obviously, and uh, and they uh, they have the capacity or ability to uh, house uh, rhizobium bacteria, which takes nitrogen out of the air. Uh, blue bonnets uh, do the same. Now they don't have to have uh, the rhizobium bacteria uh, if they've got uh, plenty of nutrients there. Yeah, that's, I have a tendency to when I first started years and years ago when I first started growing on the I always was thinking you didn't have to fertilize them. Right. But uh, really makes a difference if you fertilize them. Same way with blue bonds. Yeah, you don't have to worry about that. People say, I, <laughs> I'm not going to fertilize my blue bonnets or I'm not going to fertilize my peas because they can take it out of the air. They can take nitrogen out of the air if you have rhizobium. Sure, if you want to have three three blooms. <laughs> what people don't realize is uh, the nitrogen that they take out of the air, they can do that, is not available, not readily available for the plant to use as a nitrogen source. The only way you, uh, they used to plant peas, still do, I guess, for uh, uh, overcropping or... Uh, uh, to uh, put nitrogen in the soil in the summer, they use uh, southern peas or black-eyed peas. But uh, the only way to get the nitrogen that they've taken out of the air released is to plow the whole plant uh, with the seed and the fruit, which has the most of the nitrogen that they took out of the air in it, uh, back into the soil. Oh. Uh, a lot of people think, well, this it's just making little nitrogen uh, capsules for the <laughs> for the plant, but uh, that's why fertilization helps a lot. I know there's a uh, mine reseeded this year, but they, you know, they got to about six inches tall. They haven't done much yeah. since then, but I'm. Uh, so gardeners, I'm sure there must be a number of gardeners out there that have the same situation. Yeah. I'm curious if anybody has had their sweet peas start blooming yet. Yeah, usually they get, when I grew sugar snaps, uh, those stupid things, I put cages around them, and they grew up in the cages. Uh-huh. I love to eat those things. Very few of them made it into yeah, the house. Yeah, just as you walk by. <laughs> you eat them. Uh, but... Uh, uh, they would, uh, I'd grow them in, within cages, tomato cages that I had, which are available at this time of the year for use. And uh, they would not bloom or start setting fruit until they were 24 inches tall, maybe. Yeah. That was uh, that was uh, the sugar snap, the original yeah, sugar snap. Generally all at once. You swear they're never... You wonder, yeah. why in the world, when are they going to start? They're just growing here. They seem to be static. And then, then suddenly when they start, yeah. there's a lot of peace. And a lot of beautiful white blooms, too. Oh, yeah. 
And uh, they've got uh, Ms. Nethery up in Junction, Texas, uh, introduced me to the dwarfs. They had dwarfs now. I bet you Milberger's had some on the seed rack. Uh, one of her favorites was always Sugar Mail, uh, M-E-L-L, I guess. But hey. uh, it was a, kind of a dwarf. we got to take a quick break. No, give give me a break, Milton. Let's take a quick break while we do. We're making Al nervous. 210-308-8867. More of Milberger's Gardening South Texas coming up. Oh, no. On 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Just right before Christmas, and all down the bar, you, everything was quiet, quiet. Not even a nutrient go pity-pat in the wall. And inside my house, me and my wife was flat poop out from all that Christmas preparate and were just about ready to retire for the night. Letty Garçon and Letty Phil, our little boy, our little girl, was already asleep on the moss mattress and vision of the Fedodo dance to their heads, them little darlings. Them long John was hung by the love burner with care in hope that St. Nicholas soon would brought himself back. And, and welcome back to Millburgers Gardening well, South I'm Texas on, with uh, the Cajun Night Before Christmas. All right, 210-308-8867. It's a fun song. Uh, the, uh, <laughs> let me tell you about Wild Birds Unlimited. We talked about it a little earlier, uh, but they're right there. And we talked to Bill and Kyle yesterday. and They're giving me a grief about something I didn't say about Bill. But here's what I will say about Bill. Uh, Bill summed up the difference between Wild Birds Unlimited and other places uh, it's kind of like Millburgers, too. They're problem solvers. So it doesn't mean you have to. The problem can be small, like, hey, we just want to attract nature to our yard, and Wild Birds Unlimited and Northwest Military and Hebner will help you. Or it can be big, like we, we bought this, and we're not getting these birds, or we're getting these birds, or we're getting, we got squirrel problems. I was fascinated with that Purple Martin system. They didn't. Have, they didn't have a lot of time to talk, talk to us about them, but yeah, that that'd be really interesting for somebody to explore it. And that's what's cool too. That you can go there, yeah, and explore that if you've always yeah. thought you wanted to do something. And what's also cool is that if Bill and Kyle uh, are helping somebody else, chances are one of their customers who have been there for decades uh, will help you as well at Wild Birds Unlimited. Uh, they're open today, so if you're looking for a Christmas gift, 210-479-BIRD, 210-479-BIRD. Or check them out, Northwest Military and Hebner Road. Say hi to Bill. Say hi to Kyle uh, at Wild Birds Unlimited. All right, 210-308-8867. I'm going to get that for you. That's all right. I'm, all right. I'll uh, need it in a minute. Oh, okay. I'll get it in a minute. Okay. Also, uh, Calvin mentioned... Uh, other than Niels Berry's Lone Star Gardening book, he mentioned uh, Texas Home Landscaping by Greg Grant and Roger Holmes. Oh, I was supposed to remind you to go check out the books. Yeah. Well, Sorry, next time. Oh, that's right. In the long run. Okay, we, got, we, got, we have more good time. Well, um, <laughs> that Greg's book, I like that so much because it's, yeah. uh, it's organized in a different way. It's organized yeah. by... The gardening challenge, rather than just by, here's one type of gardening, here's another type of gardening. Well, and and I like it. I thought the idea, the concept was good too, because for instance, instead of just telling you it's a shade plant, they'll say, okay, if you've got a situation where the door is this or it's 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 back and it's all shade, here's a, here's an idea for you. I mean, they take this, they take the situation. 
not telling you to just get a plant and it'll take it, but saying here's the situations we've seen, and I think uh, it covers a lot of different situations. So, yeah. And uh, we talked about yesterday that uh, uh, you can pre-order Greg Grant's uh, updated and corrected uh, Texas fruit and vegetable gardening book. And uh, but what you have to do, it's not out yet, but uh, I think it's at the printer. It's got a March but you can, day. you can get a you can uh, get a uh, pre-order a pre-order on Amazon. The wind is blowing Jerry stuff off the porch. <laughs> Pretty soon he'll have nothing to say. <laughs> and, uh, from Amazon.com. Yeah. Uh, I checked it out yesterday. It's on there. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And that's not the only book that Greg has written, too. No, yeah. I'm, I'm sure some of the gardeners would really enjoy some of those heirloom books. Yeah, that heirloom book yeah. is good. And he, and he, uh, he and uh, Bill Welch yeah. have worked together on a number of books. Greg wrote most of that heirloom book. Yeah, that's good. He's uh, a good was, writer. I think it sure. was his first book. Uh, anyway, what did you look up? Uh, did you look Greg Grant on Amazon. Yeah, I did Amazon, and then uh, Greg's books come up, and then okay, um, you'll see. Then you kind of click on his name, and this is the first one that comes up. Okay. Is, the, is this one now? It's it's the re, it's the revised edition. Right. So it was odd. It had like a like a five star reviews, and like like it had fifty of them. I'm going, wow, what? Or I don't know how many it had. But anyway, so yeah, you, the reviews are uh, for the original, but this is the revised. This is volume two. Yeah. So you didn't you didn't look up Texas dash fruit? No, I did dash not look up vegetable no. dash gardening dash harvest. I did not. <laughs> It was gonna, we were going to be done with the show by the time I got all those dashes out. <laughs> and uh, Kevin also mentioned uh, native plant, native Texas plants, landscaping region by region, by Sally Wolowski. Wolowski. Yeah, there you go. You yeah. know, it, it occurred to me. Yes. We need to get uh, one of our best and most loyal listeners. One of those books because it's got horse herb in it. Oh, there. you're going to get a copy for Evelyn? Evelyn. Yeah, Evelyn. Uh, you're guessing that when she reads, make her happy. When she reads the book and <laughs> sees all the good stuff about horse herb, she'll just change her mind, huh? <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I hope she wouldn't tear that page out. I don't know. She might. She might enjoy everything. <laughs> well, this this is one thing about those books that we list. Um, they're, they do cover the the plants that we talk about and we recommend. Oh yeah, and they're and they're localized. I remember Jerry when I first got here, twenty five years, th- nearly thirty years. Uh, we we talked about uh, books, reference books that people had written in the north. Yeah, the right. That was and, all that was available. Yeah, and now <laughs> we've got you know these books that. Uh, Talk about the same plants that we talk about, and the, the native plants, yeah, introduced plants, and that was before horse herb, right? Yeah, it was. <laughs> well, you you'd mentioned before the, a sustainable the winter turf. You'd mentioned the uh, <laughs> uh, attracting birds birds to the yeah, 
And that that's probably one of the older older ones in the list. Yeah. Okay, what's what's the name of the book? I'll see if it's on Amazon. What's that? Uh, the uh, Sally's book? Yeah. Native Texas Plants. Okay. Landscaping region by region. I bet it is. And by Sally and Sally. And Andy. W A S O W S K I. And they both. Little Irish name. They were uh, they were speakers at uh, our International Master Gardener Conference. Was Sally there? Oh yeah. I didn't remember that. And then uh, he uh, Mel. Uh, uh, we also mentioned uh, the vegetable book by uh, Dr. Sam Cotner, C-O-T-N-E-R. And uh, Sam passed away now, but that was that's a that was a, that's a good book. He great great uh, great horticulturist and perennial garden color by William C. Welch. Wow, her book is nearly 30, uh, 20 years old. Yeah, yeah. And 17 years old. And it was... Is it uh, there? It is on Amazon. I'm guessing that it's out of print because it's a little... I wonder if it's uh, on your Texas thing. But, yeah, it's a little... Uh, it's, it's, it's... I will let people judge for themselves. Um, you can buy a used copy for $31, a new copy for $38, and a new paperback for fifty dollars. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Or a uh, used paperback for seventeen. <laughs> her, uh, I think her husband is a photographer. Yeah. So, oh but, wow. Uh, that's it. Must be Andy. I wonder if they could get Paul Cox's book. Oh yeah, we looked that up where last that's year. For sale. I bet it is. But, but uh, did you want me to look? You mainly get it for the pictures. You know, I always used to brag on Paul for all the beautiful yeah. pictures just, he had in there. I think Paul just ignored you when you said those things. <laughs> I know he did. <laughs> uh, Miss old Paul. Yes. Anyway, uh, I feel sad that I didn't even, uh, I didn't even think about uh, Paul's book. Uh, <laughs> well, I don't know where you can get well, it. You know, usually uh, it's a it's a good uh, stocking stuffer. Yeah, at one time, it was available at the. Uh, San Antonio Botanical Garden, and uh, they had it. They have a, a gift shop there, yeah. mm-hmm. and it was available there. But uh, it, it's a good book. Um, anyway, the uh, and uh, Paul Paul's a good writer too. Mm-hmm. He, he writes a, a bit of that same style as yeah. Greg does. A lot of history in there yeah. too. That's, that's what I used to uh, love about talking to Paul. When you'd ask him about something, he'd give you the history all the way back to the Indians. You mm-hmm. know? And uh, his stories about uh, uh, <laughs> he used to give away those red berries of mountain laurel. And I only got about 30 seconds. <laughs> and uh, they had an interviewer in uh, for, the, uh, for the super t- to be uh, head of the gardens. And... Uh, Paul gave him some of those seed, and he immediately ate them, at which time they rushed him to the hospital. (laughs) They didn't hire him, by the way. All right, listen, we're going to take a quick break. While we do, give us a call, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. 
308-8867. Calvin's going to go do some research. We'll find out after the news what he found out. And we'll talk to you then on Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 a.m. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 a.m. The answer, our phone number, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Come on by and visit with us at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. It's a pretty day here at Millburgers. There are a few wispy clouds in the sky, so Calvin doesn't correct <laughs> us. Uh, but Calvin's going to come back with a report on some of the books. Paul's book is on Amazon. All right, uh, good. You can buy a used copy for as low as four dollars and forty something cents. That's worth. Or it. a new copy is uh, expensive as I think seventeen dollars. Is that what I said? Does that sound right? Yeah, yeah. So Texas trees, a friendly guide. Uh, <laughs> and Calvin uh, was I off on the assignment. He was off on doing a report from the field. <laughs> we'll see what he found out. Isn't that out. what they say on television? Yeah. Somebody on that. assignment, Dr. Yeah, that's there right. There you go. Dr. Calvin Finch. we got, we got to act like the big boys, too. All right. Um, and now let's go right to Calvin and find out what he found okay. out. Well, Greg's from the field. book is there. Oh, good. Okay. The newer edition of yeah, that Texas landscaping book. Oh, good. Is there. that right? Yeah. Wawaski? Sally's? No, book? no. Greg's. Oh, Greg's book. Greg's. The Texas Landscape, the, the one that we were talking the about. The newest has. edition. Yeah, new, yeah, the newer. No, no, you're thinking you're 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 not thinking of. This isn't the revised thing on the that has coming out in March. Right. Okay. Okay. Sorry, I yeah, wasn't sure. Well, you it's were. a different edition than I have. Yeah. Right. But it's uh, same kind of covering. Uh, then there's uh, there's a couple on water gardening, but. Yeah, oh, good. Okay, not a, not a not a lot of time, and lots of lots of little uh, like birds of the area, and yeah. butterflies, and those kind of books. <laughs> okay, cool. Two one zero three zero eight. What about the seed? I don't know where they moved them. They have them, I know, but I don't know where they moved them to. I didn't check the seed. Was I supposed to check the seed? No, well, yeah, for the sugar snap. Oh, and, uh, oh I didn't. Poor know Calvin, that. you're making him work today. <laughs> And look, you send this guy out on assignment. <laughs> Jesus. <All> anyway, <laughs> yes, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Our our people, our listeners are always out on assignment. No. That's true. Did Dennis send us anything? Oh yeah. Oh, and Johnson City Joe sent me a, I emailed Johnson City Joe about something in Johnson City. Right. And he sent me a. Uh, <laughs> a little review and some information. So we went and saw the lights oh, of Johnson City you? last night. Yeah. Right. Oh, my goodness. Why did you take Joe some plants up there? Oh, I didn't think about that, Joe. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, Joe finally uh, also found the... I could have, uh, Identified Joe, I that green flower plant right. that he, he was so oh, interested I in. Oh, him. Yeah, what did, he, what did he lose? Well, he wanted to know what a plant... Was identified as oh oh Joe and uh, uh, Calvin and I were at a loss. I'd never seen that thing before, and he says he writes back uh, Saturday, December nineteenth. Last I was 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 yesterday. Yesterday, okay. Said uh, I finally identified my serendipitous my my mystery plant. It's a green flowering 
And there's a, there's one that we can promote. All right. I know you Green love Green flowers. People can hear in your voice you love those. Yeah. Camouflage yeah. flowers. And uh, <laughs> yeah, Greg Red used to love. A green rose. No, it must not have been the same color as the petals, though. <laughs> yes, it was. Oh, was it really? It was that. The... It was green. Well, but the petals are green, but they could be two different shades. No. Okay. When you looked at it, you couldn't the, see the flower. The plant, you couldn't see a flower. Oh. And the reason Greg liked it is because it was the first. I guess uh, it's the first old-fashioned plant it was hundreds of years old oh really wow and uh i i so i used to tell greg i'd like to get a hold of the guy that started propagating that and slap him before that saving that for us <laughs> but uh there is a is a green rose it was first uh all right but that was antiques the serendipitous mystery plant was not uh the green rose no <laughs> It uh, it's green flowering sea holly. It was called sea holly. H o l l y. S e a. Huh. S e a holly. Yeah, S e a. Let me look it up. <coughs> uh, yeah, it's beautiful. Uh, and, and wait a minute. He said it also comes with beautiful blue flowers. Hmm. He says I'm going to get more. They are late bloomers. Okay. And his didn't freeze. Mine has, this is from Joe, mine has also, has so survived several freezes, one as low as 26 degrees. Hmm. But I think you need to get some more of that green flower. Now, Joe said it was a green flowering one? Yeah, and also beautiful blue flowers. Yeah, uh, so when you look online, there's not a lot of pictures of the green one. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I wonder why. I don't know. I'll have to look under images. But the blue one is looks like a like a big sun yeah. burst. Yeah, it's yeah. beautiful. What is it from? Where can you order it from? Where can you order it? Oh, I don't know. You grow it from seed, I guess. His group, his group. Oh dear, came up from seed. The first question that Google comes up is, is sea holly invasive? Uh-oh. It is. Sea huh? holly self-sows readily by dropping its flower seeds on the ground. <laughs> but it's not invasive, Joe. You're okay. Uh-huh. They can be started indoors, transplant the seedlings where you want them to grow when they are quite small. Uh, they have tap roots, so they won't transplant once matured. They have tap roots? So it says, wow. That's they must from, come back year after year. That's from OutsidePride.com. Okay. Well, you got a winner there, Joe. Put that put that under or near your. Uh, uh, he's got he's got the green, and he can just imagine yeah, the China beautiful bear. Put that near your China bear plant. Now you know another winner. Joe might like this. I don't know where we get him though. Uh oh. Curtis, a long time ago. Gave me a Filipino violet. Oh, yeah. And despite the cold weather, it's still blooming, those beautiful purple flowers. Well, we featured that some years ago. Yeah. Did we? It, uh, Philippine violet, first time I saw it was at the zoo. Okay. And uh, it, it, it only blooms in the uh, fall. Fall. It's a fall bloomer, but. It blooms pretty this one, in the this fall. This one volunteered. This one. Uh, fell into a pot we had by the planted one, and, then, <laughs> and this came up, and it's just going crazy. It's beautiful. Yeah, they had they had it all over the all around the zoo. 
and uh, it was pretty. Yeah. And they tricked me into growing it because yeah. I got excited about seeing it now blooming. Yeah. When there's not that much blooming. And uh, I said, does does it bloom all year? Yeah, it blooms all year. No, it no, doesn't. it doesn't. It only blooms in the fall. It grows all year. It's green all year. I mean, yeah. if, if it doesn't die down in the winter. It's a green, ugly weed all it year. It does look a little weedy in the winter. Yeah. But uh-huh. it's, uh, do you know what we're talking about? Nope, no idea. What is it, Philippine violet? Philippine, Philippine violet. Philippine violet? Yeah. I know what it is. Purple oh, bloom. Yeah. You might have sold it. I, I was. Do they sell them? Like, or are they just kind of? We've had them before. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I like it. Uh, it. Mine lasted. Mine's taller now because it didn't freeze down last winter, and then we got the volunteer. I was telling about that. Yeah. And you know what else is going great, guns? It's even. It's even blooming, and it's, it's got little uh, buds on it. Emeralds. Vinca. Oh. Your Vinca? My Vinca's still blooming. Its days are numbered. I know. <laughs> they told me that. They told me that last week. Uh, I had a customer brought in a picture, and they were with you. It looked beautiful, and they, I went, know. they wanted to buy some more. And I told them, no. the cats didn't kill it? <laughs> Not happening. Okay. <laughs> Not happening. All right. <laughs> yeah, that, I've seen them overwinter several times. What happens if it overwinters? It's bigger. Nothing. Bigger. Okay. It'll, it'll just, you want to trim it back a little bit. I'll get leggy. Uh, yeah. Okay. And hey. uh, the deer won't eat them, even in the winter. That's why these people wanted them because they saw them at the oh, yeah. and the deer weren't. Well, they kind of or- reorganized themselves too. Some of them I've got one, a white pinko with the pink middle, and yeah. now it looks a little uh, worse for wear. But ah, oh, it's a shame. But it'll it kind of browns out and then yeah, come back. Oh, my zinnias are gorgeous too. How's the broccoli? <laughs> I was seeing if Calvin would give me a nasty. How's the broccoli doing? The broccoli actually is looking gorgeous. Yeah, but there's no broccoli on it yet. <laughs> but Trace was right. Trace said, "Just, just keep it. Let it. It'll come back." Trace, and it did. Don't make me hit. Oh, you. there's no no fruit. He would have been eating broccoli. No, not yet. Oh, oh man! I Stop! You tell me I can plant a transplant in uh. February. <laughs> this broccoli's going to do something. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Little 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 brock. Speaking of broccoli, as I, I have walk- to give Milton hope. Yeah, thank you, Trace. No, there's no, there's no hope for Milton. Trust I'll me. send you a picture of little Brock. <laughs> We've been doing this for 20 years. Hey, uh, can, can uh, Trace, will you help us talk to Jeff real quick? Sure. All right, Jeff is on the line at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. What's going on, Jeff? Hey, I've got, uh, I live on a welfare outside of uh, Bernie, and I'm on the Joshua Creek, and I've got some, uh, I've lost a lot of trees to uh, oak wilt, and uh, some of them have uh, close to a four-foot diameter, so I've got, I guess that tells me I've got, you know, pretty good soil there. Um, I want to replant something that, um, you know, I'm 51, and I'd like to see something, you know, not necessarily, you know, get, get as tall as those trees, but something that will... It will grow and uh, kind of quickly and look nice out in the in the field that you know is pretty much barren right now without uh, any trees. You say you're by the creek, close to yes, the sir, creek. right on the Joshua, right on the Joshua Creek. That what sounds a, nice. What about uh, uh, tech, uh, Mexican cypress? Mexican, I'm not cypress. Mex, I was going to say Mexican sycamore, sycamore or elms. Yeah, uh, elm is the closest look to what an oak tree would be, and it is native. I won't say fast growing, but faster than most. Yeah. Um, 
So if you want that same kind of look, I do elms. And if you just okay. want fast and long, fairly long lived, I do the Mexican sycamore. Yeah. And you might sprinkle in a few white oaks out there. Fair um, oak. Burrow, chinkapin, chinkapin, laces, or Monterey, and just see, test the water, see how they do. Yeah, that. Uh, I've, got, I've, I've got some oaks that are still, you know, doing well. Some really big ones. Uh, I don't know what, uh, you know, if they're live oak or. or um, I've got some that are real rich green leaves. They stay, they stay green all year round. And then, and then some that drop their leaves uh, every year. Um, and they don't get as, as rich of a green, but they're, you know, and then I've lost, like I said, I lost about 50 of them out in the field. Oh, Lord. Uh, yeah, I know yeah, I've, got, so I I've, got a, I've got a ranch out there in that same area, and uh, he lost almost all of his. Hmm. Yeah. To yeah, so, you, so the elm and the, and the, and the, and the sycamore, um, and, and you said white oak? I would try a few white oaks. You might also look at Chinese pistache. That's a real pretty tree for out that direction. Yeah. Most, most years it gives decent fall color. Um, and how, um, how what, what size of a, a tree, you know, if I bought them from you guys and I just had you guys do all that, um, what su- size of a tree, how old would you put, you know, uh, you'd use an established I'd, one? And just, oh. I'd buy as big as you can afford. Okay. Well, and if, in the, right. if you're digging in the stream bed, <laughs> you know, so you can, yeah. you have a decent chance of big, digging a, a pretty big hole. And then in yeah. that rock out there, too. Well, but if he's on a creek bed, then he, he might be better. Yeah. Well, probably, um, the, 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 guys that, uh, the guys that took out my trees, they dug a hole, they pretty much dug a pond. You know, to burn and and they didn't hit any rock and it's pretty pretty deep in the earth. Wow, so got, that's good. I can go down pretty deep. Yeah, I can go down. I like deep. I like that uh, Mexican sycamore too. Yeah, Mex. What about the cypress? Montezuma cypress or Montezuma cypress? Arizona cypress would look good out there too. Okay. By that creek bed. Oh, yeah. Well. He's got a good. He's got good, uh, good soil out there. Creek, uh, creek bed is a pretty ideal situation. <laughs> good luck. All right. All right. Thanks, I appreciate Jeff. it very Hi, much. Jeff. We'll be in, we'll be in touch with you guys. Thank you so much. Cool. Thank you, man. All right. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. What are else? You, is going on, are y'all open tomorrow, Trace? Why, yeah. Why wouldn't we be? Well, I'm just checking because you know what tomorrow is, don't you, Milton? Monday. Yeah. What else? <laughs> so, oh, it's the solstice. Le- yeah. Leave it up to Dennis. Yeah. <laughs> the winter solstice the is, longest is night. Mon- Monday, December 21st at 4.02 a.m. I don't want you to wait up to see that. I don't think you see much do for, you? San, for San Antonio. In the dark? <laughs> yeah, I don't. And uh, that's about the time my wife wakes up. <laughs> well, she can go out and see it. Four two CST. Anyway. Yeah. She wakes me up to move my truck. Oh, oh dear. And it's the shortest day of the year. That's why I ask if y'all are gonna be open. Well, think tomorrow. positive. It's the longest night of the year. 
Yeah, but they're not open at night. <laughs> oh, okay. So if people want Christmas gifts or whatever, they can still they, come here. So is it the shortest day of the is year? Is it the first day of winter or the? Yeah. 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 And uh, <laughs> do you want to discuss your holiday hours too? I do, but you might be looking at something wrong. So. Uh oh. Uh oh. Okay. No, I'm not looking at anything. So I, I'll, I can vouch for this week coming week. Okay. So we're going to close at twelve. On 24th. On the 24th, and we are closed, closed the 25th. Okay. We are going to close early New Year's Eve, and we're going to be closed New Year's Day. Okay. But I can't remember the time on New Year's Eve. Oh, okay. That's okay. One of the seniors We got a whole week. Oh. Let's see. Is New Year's, is it it always the same days? I'm trying to remember. No. Do Christmas and New Year's fall on the same day of the week? No. Okay, so when is New Year's? They all fall on my day off, though. Oh, that's hardly fair. I agree. Almost, almost always. Dennis is now sending me a calendar to. Uh... All right, good for him. Yeah, he sent me a picture of the, the moon and the sun and all that kind of stuff to go with it. We appreciate we appreciate Dennis. Yeah, he does a great job. It's fun. He, fun to eat. And he finds stuff that no one else finds. I'm oh, telling yeah. you, if Google doesn't know about it, they call Dennis. And he was very nice to say, reminder to Jerry, the easiest way uh, for you to remember that this is, uh, when, when this is, that is always within a day or two of Lynn's birthday, my brother. Oh. That they used to, that yeah. found Dennis for us. Yeah. <laughs> And we appreciate that, and uh, his birthday is the 23rd. But. And Dennis's advice helped me on the showers, the meteor showers. We saw 10, yeah. 10 meteors. And my uh, my son, I told you, he gets in the, on the roof. Yeah, did he see any? Yes, sir. Oh, my goodness, that's he, great. It was cold that night, too. Yes, it was. <laughs> we drove out of town and, and tried, uh, tried to get away from the lights. That's cool that he saw them. I didn't think he was going to get up and do it. Yeah. But uh, I told him about it. And he didn't know about it. He had, had, had not been notified. And he got up on the roof, laid with his feet facing, facing south. Facing the south, uh-huh. And uh, he saw some pretty good ones. Oh, that's great. I that's... asked him, did he see the colors? You know, they say by the, the color yeah. of it, you can tell what uh, elements are in it. And could he tell? He saw, he saw uh, I think, two or three colors. Okay. But yeah, we saw white, maybe yellow. And he said the stars, for some reason, were brighter than he'd ever seen them before. Huh. Right. It was clear that night, very clear that night. Yeah, well, you're kind of to the west, right? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Do you have a lot of city, it's a lot of light pollution over there or no? No, not really. Okay, that's that's probably why you can I do guess it. up on the roof he doesn't get much. Yeah, well, there's, but, another, there's another big uh, viewing coming up. Uh, what, what, what? The... Uh, Ven- uh, I think it's Venus, oh, Saturn, and, and Jupiter. Yeah, are close together. Saturn that's that's to, right. that's the twenty first. That's that's the they'll be the closest to each other tomorrow. And I forget the time. Like Laura was really interested. I think like seven o'clock uh, our time is when they'll be closest and they'll be bright and called the Christmas star. Yeah, sounded a little. Uh, I remembered it being a little earlier than that. But so check, oh, okay. check it out. Yeah. All right, let me check. Or Dennis, send me something quick. <laughs> and uh, the the uh, oh Lord, I hate it when I get this away. 
<laughs> Old? Yeah. All right, uh-huh. we, we, you keep thinking we'll talk to Glenda at 210-308-8800. Oh, I know. On the shortest day, yeah. which is Monday, one of the best ways to shop and the easiest way, I, I bought some uh, yesterday, is to come by and get a gift card. Yeah. yeah. And that's that doesn't take any time. No. Nope. And they can, can they still do it on the phone? Yes. Okay. But, I mean, they still have to rely on us mailing it. Yeah. So it's going to show up. It'd be a little late, but still. Okay. So I went and refreshed my uh, my senior's memory. Oh, okay. <laughs> so uh, it, on New Year's Day Eve, excuse me, New Year's Eve, we're going to close at 2. All right. So 9 to 2 and then close New Year's Day. New Year's Day. And that's okay. uh, New Year's Day, I think, is a Thursday. I just looked it up. It's the same as your day Christmas off. Eve. Yeah. And, yeah. Okay, there you go. And those gift cards are pretty. Did you pick that design? No. It's pretty. I would have just picked a, a solid color. <laughs> oh, just take credit for it. Okay. You approved it. It's I, been. Did you? I, I approved it. Have you seen them? Yeah. Okay. They're very colorful. Glenda show, is on the line. Uh, yeah, I was going to show mine. At 210-308-8867. Hey, Glenda, how can we help you today? Oh, I hope you can. I'm in a quandary here. And don't, tell him, don't worry about his memory because it sure beats the alternative because I'm the same way. <laughs> um, I've moved into a new area uh, northeast of San Antonio, and I, wa- I have nothing in my backyard. And I wanted to plant some, you know, I wanted to xeriscape and plant some uh, uh, trees that will work out there. So I went to the nursery and bought the tallest and the biggest and the healthiest and the most expensive baroques that I could. And my son came out, and he said, where do you want it? And I said, in the middle of the yard. So he started digging, and it took him three <laughs> days to dig the hole. I've got nothing but rock, and it's like limestone. Go. Yeah. And so Welcome he said, Mom, to Texas. <laughs> yeah, well, I am a Texan, but I didn't. I thought oh, I had okay. some dirt here. I came. I came from the hill country, and I went through boulders up there, you know. But here, oh, I thought yeah. this is ridiculous. But I've got it, and uh, I plant. I kind of had. Um, well, we had a little breezy cold front move through a couple of, I guess it was last month, and uh, the leaves were turning kind of brown, so they all blew off. And uh, I, my, I've, I've been taking really good care of it as far as watering it. And on the very uh, end of the top of the trees, uh, it's like a little, I don't know what it is, it's, it's kind of a little point, pointy green thing that's trying to come out. So is that telling me that the tree is still alive? And I've been, I've got some root activator, uh, our root stimulator. And um, is there anything else I can do to save it? Because I'm just sick. Um, you know, I want it, uh, it to live so to bad. Yeah. yeah, everything you described sounds normal. So I don't think I'd be concerned. Yeah, about it's at fall. All. It's fall, and baroques are notorious yeah. for being early leaf droppers. Really. The only thing that scares me is once they lose their leaves, they still need water, but not anywhere yeah. near as frequent as when it has leaves. Oh, okay. Well, I was putting the hose by it and letting it, uh, you know, come out, the water come out very slowly, and I know it went all the way down. But uh, I've been trying, I've been praying for a tree. Can you believe that at my age? (laughs) With all that's going on in the world, I'm praying for a tree. And uh, I'm just wondering what, what else can I do to want it to live in my backyard? Just don't don't overdo it. But, uh, okay. Don't don't, don't water it. Uh, don't water it more than three we- every three weeks or so. Oh wow. Okay. Well, what about root water, activator or root stimulator? Well. Yeah, water it right at the base of the tree. Yes. It, it, it was a big root ball, right? 
twenty gallon or something. Uh, like yeah, that. it was big. I still got the bucket because I paid a lot of money for the tree, and if the tree dies, at least I'll have the bucket. But that's no big deal. <laughs> no, that tree's not going to die. Okay, so uh, what about root stimulator or root activator, whatever? Uh, Should I put that on now? No. No? Well, the root, root system's still going to grow. I, I yeah. would say yes. Oh, that's, yeah. that's not going to help, but it'll make you feel better. Yeah, well, I need something <laughs> to make me feel better. I might have to go there drink you or go. something. Yeah, you need to put that root stimulator on now. Okay, all right. So I have a chance yet at saving it. Yeah, oh, well, yeah. Everything you've described it. sounds normal. Yeah. yeah, I think you can. Yeah. You can rest at ease. Okay. Well, yeah, thank you. That's that's the best calm. Christmas present don't ever. Don't overdo yeah. it. That's the, <laughs> that's the issue. And should I? What about a loquat? I bought a loquat, but I, I'm scared scared to try to put it in the ground out here. That's fine. It's yeah, okay. it's okay. It'll well, grow. I had this plan. Yeah, I had a plan, but I think my plan just needs to be shredded in the shredder because this this isn't going <laughs> to work out here. <laughs> okay. Well, well the. Uh, Let's see. Will deer eat a loquat? Deer won't eat a loquat, will they? No, but they might rub it. No, I don't they have any deer it, here. Huh? I, I came from deer country, and they kept my 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 yard. It was it was a uh, it was fenced to keep the deer out, and they figured out how to jump over the cattle guard. And I was too lazy to go out there and open it and close it every day. So they just trimmed, <laughs> trimmed everything down in the yard. But that was all right. They they needed to be there more than me. But I'm here in there town now. And I'm just worried about my trees, so don't uh, worry about it. Let it go and don't plant anything else, right? Because I'll have to, I'd have to get a backhoe to dig the hole, I guess. <laughs> or, or just, uh, just or do raised beds. Make, yeah, you know, make, or, make your sorry. bed in advance. Small plants. Go so deep. Just, yeah. use, just use small, small plants. Yeah, hollies. And that, yeah, and that well, and that soil. I don't have any soil. You're being too 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 gracious calling it soil. <laughs> okay, well, that three, rock, three, uh, hollies will work in that. Get, get some landscape timbers or railroad ties or the chop block and just start making things that match your house. Okay. You want them, and, and uh, it'll actually look better than stick it in the ground, I think. Hmm. Okay, well, I, I don't have the ability to do, to do reverse, that, they... but I can always find somebody, hopefully, that will. And maybe they can take out these piles of rocks out here, too. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Could I ask yeah, one more yeah. question, please? Uh, I'd like to. I'd like. There's something I see them all over town, and I know they're everywhere. It's a very thin, long leaf, like a, oh, kind of like a cactus, but it's not. And it has this stem that goes up and puts out these really pretty, kind of a pinkish orange uh, flowers at the end of it. I think it's a xerscape, but I'm not sure what it is. Yuccas. Sounds like uh, yeah, it's kind of a yucca. Yeah. Orange. Um, well, I don't. Uh, you know, it's a pinkish, reddish, orangey, whatever. <laughs> and it's very it's just at the end of this little long stem that comes up, and it looks like they're going to be pretty xeriscaped. And I'd like to put those against my back fence, but I'm scared to death to do anything out there now. Well, yuccas would be How fine big, if that's yeah. what it is. Is it just that, a, red, a red yucca? Yeah. yeah, I guess that's what it is. Yeah. You still got some of those. Uh, Stop lights? Brake light. Brake lights? <laughs> yeah, I still have some brake light ones, too. Do you? Which is the, the true red. That's that's a new one. That, that's pretty. Oh, so that red. would be a good choice if I could find somebody yeah. to oh, do it yeah. for me? As, as okay. long as it's in the sun. And then I got oh, it is. It's, it's... Rather than getting rid of those rocks, you could make 
uh, beds with those rocks. Oh, that's an idea. And that way it, it matches. You don't have to get rid of them. And oh. you're, make, you're making a raised bed with them. Yeah. There well, you I go. didn't think about that. I just want to cuss every one of them, but I can't do that because <laughs> I'm, I'm supposed to be a lady. Okay. Well, thank you, gentlemen, and, and Thanks, happy... Linda. Happy holidays and God bless you for your your uh, your program. Oh, thank thanks, you, man. Right, you take care. Bye-bye. Merry Christmas. All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. We got to take a break. Back in a moment. You're listening to Milberger's Gardening South Texas on nine thirty a.m. The Answer. Oh, there's no place like home for the holidays. Cause no matter how far away you roam When you pine for the sunshine of a friendly gaze For the holidays you can't beat home, sweet home I met a man who lives in Tennessee. And he welcome was back to Burgers Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The answer, if you're home for the holidays and you're spending time looking at a deck that doesn't look like it did when you got it, and you're kind of like, oh, man, how could I do something? What could I do? All right. You're going to give deck and patio care by Barry Hagendorf a call at 210-822-9147. Before you do that, you're going to go to his website, deckandpatiocare.com. You're going to see a before and after picture of a deck that's gray and sooty and yeah. And then you're going to see the job that Barry and his gang did on that. And you're going to see a deck that looks, well, looks like new again. It's a deep, rich color. It's a, it's nice a wood tone. And that's what they specialize in. So you're going to get to uh, to check it out. And uh, if that's what you want to do, you want to maybe just maintain the deck so it doesn't get that way. You've seen decks like that. Maybe you don't want yours to be like that. Give Barry a call, too, and he'll uh, take care of that as well. Deck cleaning and sealing, deck repair, construction, pebble stone cleaning and sealing, fence treatments, and a project gallery on the website where you can see uh, all the... Uh, the before and after pictures, 210-822-9147, 210-822-9147, or deckandpatiocare.com. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. You know what's happening tomorrow also on the shortest day? Yes. Uh, I got a, a announcement this morning, as a matter of fact. What's that? Uh, for the monthly essentials class for uh, GVST event and the event and volunteer coordinator sent it to me, and uh, they're they ha- they are having a virtual Zoom presentation on the third Monday of each month, 12 p.m. to 1 p.m. Now that's tomorrow. And uh, you have to, you have to, you need to register for the class, so you can go to their website, I guess, and they'll uh, they'll uh, send you to the to the uh, Zoom uh, event. If, uh, yeah, the Zoom uh, what e- email the Zoom pre-registration location. Uh, I would give it here, but it's it's under zoom.us 
slash webinar and then slash register. But I've got a link on Plant Answers to the GVST website, which is uh, on plantanswers.com, upper right-hand corner. And it's, you see GVST and a little little bush bite, a little, little stem with leaves. And uh, click on that, and that'll take you to the GVST website. Now, let's see. Uh, uh, join us for a presentation by Karen Stram, S-T-A-M-M, of her backyard transformation, including a brief video interview with Karen and Nancy McClendick. She used to be one of my best volunteers. Yeah. Out of the greenhouse. She's a good gardener. Following will be a PowerPoint presentation and Q&A with Karen. Uh, two solved rewards are available for attending and competing, completing the Survey Monkey <laughs> questionnaire after the class. Uh, anyway, uh, for more information... On the rewards program, you can click on uh, Water Saver Rewards Garden Style San Antonio. And you know, remember, you got to register in advance for the webinar. And by the way, since you mentioned it is the longest night, actually, you said it's the shortest (laughs) day. Uh, My wife is part of a a service at Covenant Presbyterian that's real uh, special that they do on the longest night. Uh, it doesn't involve plants, but uh, uh, well, that that woman, if if she lost her burrow, could go. It's kind of it's uh, talking about the uh, the change and the uh, it's it's kind of for it's a mental health type program. But they're going to do the service, and people can remember loved ones or or say prayers in honor of those uh, uh, people that are sick and all kinds of cool stuff. It's uh, go to covenantcares.org to learn more. Covenantcares.org. Well, you say it's a mental health what? Yeah, so it's on grief, depression, because oh, uh, okay. it's the longest night, so it's perfect to do it. Nighttime is generally, okay. uh, so they're helping to usher in the new longest, uh, usher in the light. The light breaks the darkness. I figured I need to go if there's a mental health. <laughs> you can go. You can just do it online for the comfort <laughs> of your home. What are you looking for? Covenantcares.org. All right. Bathroom? Inside. Right. <laughs> Thank you, Calvin. All right. <laughs> the, one, the one customer in looking for a bathroom. Now Calvin finds him. All right. Now, I know, I know that you and Calvin are looking for the perfect gift to get me for Christmas. I how know how, how that, long have we been looking? How many years? Uh, <laughs> We're uh, still looking, yeah. I know that goes without saying. And uh, uh, Johnson City Joe. Did he find you the perfect gift? He's found me the perfect gift for you two oh. to give me. That was nice of Joe. I, and I'm, is I'm, it those green flowers? <laughs> no, I printed out uh, a deal uh, how you can how you can participate. Yeah. Is that one of his long papers? No. Oh yeah, possums. <laughs> Opossum Society. Wow. The National Wildlife Federation. Yeah. Saving the possums. You can give up to $1,000 in my name, Milton. 
I th- when yeah. I when I saw, uh, <laughs> but this isn't like those other things where we actually gave the money to you and you were going to give it to the nonprofit. Yeah, we could do it that way. Uh-huh, yeah, I th- I, I was thinking that maybe this was a uh, hack by the Russians. Uh-huh. To get a you know, how embarrassing that would be when you. What did you do? You know, all these good causes you could donate to, and instead you're donating to opossums. There's nothing wrong with possums. It's saving the possums. Yeah. Well, the possums, I'm I'm not sure need a saving. (laughs) We got them in our backyard. They they come come to the dog food? You feed your dog out there? Uh, no, this was cats. So cats, and there's, there's water out there. Oh, okay. So they get the water, and then... We've seen them, and this is amazing. It's like they're circus possums. Because <laughs> they, there's, there's wires in the back that run along the alleyway in the back of the house yeah. that are either phone wires or, uh, or electric wires, and the possums will walk across the wires. Yeah. But they look like they're like, you know, the, 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 um, the tightrope walkers of the circus. They're just kind of balancing, <laughs> moving one foot. And, yeah, I got the picture I've got on plantanswers.com. I guess I've got it with the possum recipes. No, oh, but well, uh, that saving was them. that was taken of a possum in Tennessee walking across an electric wire. Oh, was it really? Yeah. Oh my gosh, I and gotta I, check it. That's what I, he, that's what I got. I got under him. Yeah. It was at night, of course. Casey Falls. And I got under him and uh, with a oh. digital camera and took. <laughs> Took a picture of him, and he couldn't do nothing, or she couldn't do nothing, but stay, stay there. Now, as a small possum, those things get 30, 40 pounds. Now, we're going we're gonna to talk to a man who's probably dealt with possums before right now. Who's that? Warren Remy, Spider-Man All is right. on the line. He gave us a call. All right, good. Spider-Man, have you dealt with a few possums in your time? <laughs> Uh-oh. What happened to Warren? Warren, are you there? Did we lose Warren? Uh-oh. Oh, we lost you, Warren. Maybe maybe he heard us talking about possums. And said, I don't, I don't want to call you. You show. remember the Christmas special that Warren and Nemo having is uh, they will they will uh, donate back any squirrels that they catch in your attic. Is that right? And uh, I, I guess he'd do that for a raccoon or, uh, it's just or no, whatever. It's no wonder would, Warren doesn't want to call back. <laughs> <laughs> Donate the meat back to the homeowner. That's for a Christmas special. Warren, call us back if you can do all this. Uh, if, uh... <laughs> but possums are good to eat. But poss- uh, if you read that little information I get that Joe sent me, uh, you see that they're scavengers. Uh-huh. Oh, hey, okay, we got him back. <laughs> Warren Remy, okay, so uh, have you had to deal with a few possums in your time, Warren? Oh, uh, quite a few. Can you hear me now? Yeah, yeah. we got you, Warren. What's going Are you on? There? J- Jerry's. Yeah, can you hear us? Jerry's starting to save the possum program. <laughs> Hello. Warren. Hey, are, are you there? Hello? Yeah, we're there, but but you're not hearing us, I don't think. Yeah. Uh, we yeah, we've, you, but... we've been trapping quite a few possums this year, and uh, remarkably, armadillos. We've been huh. trapping so many armadillos, it's just unbelievable. I, I don't ever know that we've done so many armadillos, but um, I don't know about, about 
eating those possums, but you know they're they're scavengers. <laughs> they're good animals if you're really hungry. Yeah, <laughs> they give you mean looks when they uh, when you corner them. You know what those they little, you little know razor sharp teeth. <laughs> they just kind of at you. You know what they call oh, they, uh, possums during the uh, during the depression? Hoover hogs. Yeah, he he talks pretty big for a man who's never eaten. Who you? Oh, I've eaten a possum. Oh, I thought you hadn't eaten. My possum. mother used to cook them all the time. Okay. They were kind of greasy. Now, maybe you have told us that. But I apologize. The, but the deal is, the deal is, you don't eat a possum out of the wild because they're scavengers, so you don't know what they've been eating. So you catch them up, you keep them up like a hog, and feed them corn uh, for about uh, two to three weeks before that, so you know they're, they've got a clean diet. But uh, well, that's, that, that's what they were called, Hoover Hog. It saved a lot of people from starving to death during the Depression. Warren, why do you think you're getting so many armadillos and possums? I have no idea. I, okay. I, just, I can't believe it. It's just all over town. Uh, you know, it's like uh, about a month ago I talked to you guys, and I had four four little baby armadillos in my backyard. <laughs> um, <laughs> And I'm just a, a long stone's throw, straight as an arrow, north of Millburger. Okay. And wow. It's just, I just, <laughs> yeah. I watched them for a couple of days. They were pretty cute. But, uh, you know, that lady that called about her tree and she wanted to do root stimulator and all that, it reminded me of a sad story. Oh, no. And I hired a girl that uh, was in the Navy, and she and her husband lived in Japan, and they got into bonsai. And so she got me into bonsai. And out on Highway 87 to the east, there was the bonsai farm out there years ago. Yeah. I I got me a snow rose, and I got me a beautiful sky blue pot about 12 inches across I babied my snow rose with some copper wire beautiful growth it was about 8 inches tall in that pot beautiful root system and I went into the bonsai place and I was looking and the guy talked me into some root stimulator there you go and it's a little bitty bottle and he said, <laughs> only put one drop in the water. Well, guess what I did? <laughs> I, I put three drops All right. in the water. Oh, I'm scared I now. killed You've my already... snow rose. Oh. I killed my snow rose. I, my wife said about three weeks later, she said, what is wrong with you? And I told her I killed my snow rose. <laughs> That's just sad. <laughs> well, may may I ask uh, what y'all do with the armadillo that you catch? Well, you know, uh, Alamo Cement has about ten thousand acres out <laughs> around Bracken, <laughs> Texas, and a real good friend of mine that I hunt with. 
he has about 15 acres right there that edges up to it. So okay. we go out there. Yeah, we go out there to the edge of the 15 acres, and we turn the little darlings loose into about 10,000 acres. And <laughs> they're we've happy never, ever after, huh? We've never had one complain yet. There you go. Have you have you ever eaten an armadillo? No. You know what they call them? Uh, uh, what, what is it? What is it? Uh, oh, something on the half shell. Possum on the, the half, half shell. shell. Okay. <laughs> They're beautiful white meat. Just a beautiful white meat. And easy to well, get out of that shell. That's hmm. what I heard, something in the half shell, but I wasn't sure. <laughs> do possums do, I know armadillos, because we've gotten calls, they do damage to, to people's yards. Oh, yeah. Do our, do possums do damage? Oh, yeah. You eat a lot of fruit. No, they do eat a lot yeah. of fruit. I think they eat my tumors. Okay. Possums do a little, they do a little bit of digging for those grub worms and stuff. About 3 o'clock in the morning, my my dog, Gypsy, I called her Gypsy because she wandered up to me one day. Oh. Had her about nine years. And she's <laughs> jumping up on the fence. And she's jumping up on the fence and she's growling and like she wants to kill something. <laughs> and she never had done that ever. So I walked out there, and there was a possum looking down on her, and she was barely, <laughs> she just barely couldn't reach that possum. Mm. She was she was quite upset, and that, that possum, like you said, showing its teeth. Oh, yeah. baby, oh, yeah. that possum had some teeth, and it even looked at me and showed its teeth, and I'm like, okay, I'm leaving you alone. Yeah, they're smart man. <laughs> All you have to do is hit them with a stick, and they'll play. They'll play possum, Milton. Oh, okay, I remember. They'll that. act like they're dead. Hey, Warren, yep. I, I just wanted you to call so we could wish you a Merry Christmas. We got to take a break. Yeah, we were up against one. Merry Christmas, day, everybody. Friday. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Thank you, Warren. Okay. Merry Thank Christmas, you, Warren. Warren Remy of Spider-Man Pest Control. Always good to talk to you, man. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a quick break and come back after this on nine thirty a.m. The answer. Santa Claus got stuck in my chimney, stuck in my chimney, stuck in my chimney. Santa Claus got stuck in my chimney when he came last year. Santa Claus, Santa Claus Gardening, South Texas. Real quick, give you give you a little gift of information here. Uh, in the new year or right now, if you're looking to uh, make your home more convenient, if you're looking for security, here's the gift. BSG, local company. Go to bsgtexas.com because you will find the best service, the best quality products, and the best prices. Uh, BSG has lots of great deals on security, and these guys know what they're doing. At bsgtexas.com, you'll find lots of great opportunities right now, some with six-month deferred payments, some with no payments. They've got lots of options. They are really customer-based. Uh, they're not going to try to push you into anything. They're going to talk to you and learn what your needs are and then go into that. But if you want to get a, like, uh, a smart system for your home or wireless mesh, make sure, or, or the video doorbells, make sure you're dealing with BSG because they're going to make sure that it's secure that it works, that it's installed properly, and you're going to get an unbelievable great price. BSGTexas.com or 210-877-2212. Uh, uh, uh-oh. 210-877-2212. <laughs> uh, 
That's all right. Look at that, Milton. Yeah, it's BSGTexas.com. We've been talking about a lot. No, I know. I just, they, these are the it, people that have the dog pooping on your first yeah, front I, yard. I, I was wrong. So I got 210-877-1222. 210-877-1222 for BSG. All right, Evelyn is on the line at 210-308-8867. Hi, Evelyn. What's going on? Oh. Well, I want to know what, how you can control rats in your greenhouse to keep them from eating your plants. No. You're trying to keep rats out of the greenhouse? Yes. See, my greenhouse is connected to the house, and so the utility room is right there, too. So they dig under the foundation of the utility room and into my greenhouse, and they're chewing my plants, ruining them. That may be a Spider-Man question. <laughs> Can I what sprinkle rats? Rats? Yes. So can I sprinkle maybe sulfur? Will that run them off? Not want to go through there, or what? Can I do something? Sulfur? No, sulfur one. You can go, you know, go to your uh, to a hardware store, and they'll have uh, rat poison. Rat poison, and they'll have rat traps. Well, I have the poison under the house. And I set a trap, a live trap, in the greenhouse. Well, they take the bait and um, don't get caught. So they smart. Mm. Yeah, but if you've got a lot of them, and, and Spider-Man will even give you advice if you say, hey, you want to do it yourself, he'll, he'll, they'll help you with that, too. But um, if you've got a big problem, it may be time to call them. Okay. Because don't, I don't know if you want to mess around with rats in the house. <laughs> Have well, done. I would... Uh, you can put the. Uh, have you got a dog or something? No, I don't. I have chickens. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can put the, that rat poison out. Not that they're supposed to take it and um, make them thirsty, and they go outside and die. Well, I have poison under the house, but still, they, you know, before the poison gets to them, while well, they go in the greenhouse, I had a. a bell pepper plant in a big pot and had a nice pepper on there well the other night they chewed a big hole in it yeah put uh they rain my put it out around what they're eating okay put well, the they rat eat poison the out around they what eat they're the eating stuff, but i guess it doesn't kill them that stuff i don't know is no, there no. Any, is there any difference in the rat poison the decon and then the other uh, got the name of it yeah, decon. My the one my mother used to use all the time. Uh, we did but, too, but uh, I don't see if, it anywhere. I see the other one with the cat on it. Yeah, go go to go to a feed store. Uh, they've got they got did. stuff. That's where uh, I get it. Okay, good. Hey, we got to run, Evelyn. We're almost out of time. Okay. Okay. Well, Merry Christmas to y'all. Yeah, you too. You too. I enjoy Merry your Christmas, program. Thanks. We'll talk to you uh, before the new year. Okay, and then, again, if you've got the similar problem, I don't know what Evelyn's going to do, but Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control can help you. So, All right, we're going to say goodbye uh, for today. But we encourage you to join us. Have a, We want to wish everybody a very Merry Christmas, and we'll hear all about what you got for Christmas next week when we are back on the show on the 26th. Are you going to make a donation to the possum people? I'm going to read more about it. I want to make sure I'm donating it. This is the right possum group. Oh, okay. There are lots of possum groups out there. i got to make the right choice. <laughs> so, uh, and Calvin, are you, uh, are you researching the possums? 
Probably not. No. <laughs> All right. He's we'll, screwed. We'll say goodbye for today. On behalf of Millburgers, Tracy, I want to wish everybody a Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, everyone. Yep, and you've heard the hours. You can find out more. But we'll see you after the holiday.